right. And we're coming in the live legend, from Prosper. The legend, the legend himself. Chad <laughs> live from Prosper 2022. Uh, live here in Vegas. I got Paul Barron, uh, the chat marketing entrepreneur expert. I got Mina Elias, the Egyptian prescription, coming back with a new edition for his PPC subscription that you got to get more. So let, shut up and listen because Sounds this good. man's got the subscription to your PPC addiction. There you go. Subscription. Addiction. I don't know. That was a bar. I probably just did some ABC rhymes. Your diction, your diction is amazing. Thank you. Uh, <laughs> I'm just going to leave it at that. I'm going to leave it at that. So we're just going to be talking about uh, Amazon advertising, right? On Amazon advertising, off Amazon advertising, which one reigns supreme? Where it's it going to go in 2022? What's changed? What's happened? What's new? What is it? How we can make this work? Wrap. Okay, okay, okay. Introduce yourselves. Paul, you uh, I'll go first. I'm, yeah, I'm Paul Barron. Um, so people probably this is so silly when people people know me. Yeah. <laughs> they, does anyone know you? I don't know. You know me. I know you. You know me. Not people. Um, people, yeah. Well, some people know me. I, I started a course called Messenger Bot University in 2018 that was rebranded to Chat Marketing University a year later because I saw that the industry like Messenger was just the start of of, of chat marketing. Um, uh, Last year and the, for about the year and a half, I've really been jamming on like influencer marketing. And so really, I guess when it comes under the core of what I do, it's all about building audience and building a brand and scaling your brand through out of the box marketing strategies. So I think chat marketing, chatbots are one of those strategies, influencer marketing, like that's one of those strategies. Um, but really it all comes down to audience building and brand building. This, I guess my focus, but off Amazon, generally speaking. And then that results on on, on Amazon success. So that's what. So, my course, which Paul ripped off, is called PPC University, <laughs> and it's better than Chat University. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. My name is Mina Elias, and I am the founder of Trivium Group and MMA Nutrition. Trivium Group is a Amazon advertising partner agency uh, where we manage ads for brands, PPC, DSP. We integrate fully with the team. Um, and we start running ads and then my supplement brand is the best electrolyte powder on the market for competitive athletes like myself. And, um, I love PVC. What can I say? It's a, it's a passion. Speaking of passions, what you guys are very passionate about is advertisement and building up brands. Clearly you're in a supplement space. You love what you do. You take what you do in your external life and you bring it to your business. So being able to build a nutrition brand based off of the fact that you enjoy the, the sport, the art of MMA. And then, Paul, you are a father of two, very religious, very devout. You're looking for things that are not only beneficial for your children, but mm -hmm. beneficial for yourself and also environmentally safe. Right. And you guys are approaching it from two different perspectives. For me, I've seen the most amount of success when it comes to supplements, either doing advertising on Facebook or Instagram, and then obviously Amazon advertising because the products are usually sourced locally here in the United States. But for Paul, something like you with BB Littles, mm -hmm. you're doing it from a completely different perspective with the buyer engagement brand ambassador, uh, brand ambassador route. Uh, tell me about your experience when it comes to marketing your products on Amazon with PPC and how successful you've been doing that versus doing it with uh, social media engagement and the amount of success that you've gained off of that. And then so, Mina, I'll do the flip side for you. You're going to be the quickest answer. Um, I... I have never run any of our PPC campaigns. The funny thing, so my background, my background is in is in digital marketing, and I used to do Google. Are you looking for an agency? I'm just saying. Well, we have we have a guy that does. I mean, I'm always looking for bids. Are you looking for a better guy? I'm always looking, man. I'm kidding. I'm not kidding. I'm not. I'm not just saying that to make you feel good. I'm always looking to improve. And so, like, 
it's funny because my background in digital marketing, um, I used to do Google back when it was Google AdWords. I still call it Google AdWords, even though it's Google Ads. Um, I, I love that sort of stuff because like the I'm, I'm like a weird mix of like metrics, data, geek, dive in. And, but I'm also very, um, I guess, creative and like loosey goosey sometimes. So uh, long story short, PPC on Amazon, we just have we have a team that runs it and I don't touch it yeah. because in my so in my opinion, when you're first getting started, you need to know enough about everything. You need to like dive in. This is kind of my thing. Like when you're getting started, you don't have any money. You need to do it yourself. Right. Mm -hmm. But um, here's the thing is you're are you going to be an expert at every single aspect of your business? No. Most likely the answer is no. And so that's why I would choose to hire an expert and have that expert that like because like the, 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 the ads platform changes. I don't I'm assuming all the time seemingly. Every day. I, yeah. So yeah, it's always changing. It's always annoying. Yeah. And so my my whole thing that the area that I choose to spend my time in geek out on is like you said, brand building, traffic building, audience building, external traffic. Um, we've had a lot of success with PR hacking, like getting in, getting in, the, in publications. And a lot of that is tied to our story. Like we started this brand because we have kids. It's like, like you said, you were, we, want to, we want to give back, make the world a better place. And so we're doing that because we create, we, we have the best products, uh, the best swim diapers on the market. And I'm not just saying that that's from parents.com. Like Forbes says that, you know, mother's best. We get all these awards. And so that's one thing that I have mad respect for you because you, Nina, uh, you, you built a product for yourself first yep. and, and you are the user of that product. And that's what we did. We built a product for ourselves. Now it just so happens that we did a lot of market research to make sure that there was demand for it. Right. Um, just because you need it doesn't mean that millions of other people need it. Anyway, so you asked me about PPC, and I gave you a long ass answer that didn't really say anything about PPC. That is that is very Paul Barron of you. <laughs> that, is, that's happened it? before, where I ask you a very simple times. question, and, and you, go off the rails. Uh, you go off the rails, and it's fantastic. I love that about you every single time. <laughs> so I have to flip the table, and I have to ask Mina that in his experience, PPC or uh, PPC and Amazon, uh, off Amazon advertising. For me, I, I don't think that there's one that's better than the other uh, because on Amazon, I'm looking at it as I'm like acquiring uh, intent, like uh, people who are have search intent. They're looking for a need uh, or they have a need. They're looking for a solution and I have the solution and I'm giving them that solution as opposed to off Amazon, which is Facebook. My main sales channel right now is Facebook uh, and I'm buying my media there and that's disruptive so you're browsing your facebook and then you see an ad and then based on that on how you react with this ad do you click through do you not if you do click through you get another ad if you don't you know maybe you get served a different kind of ad if you just are not engaging yeah. you know you're you're kind of pushed out of the the audience but off amazon goes to off amazon to my shopify store it's been awesome because i've been able to scale a lot better uh, due to understanding my lifetime value, I can retarget, I can do uh, marketing, email marketing, SMS marketing, uh, I can do a bunch of promotions, things like that, that I can do on Amazon. However, there's zero buying intent. It, it's completely disruptive. So it's a whole different sort of marketing. My creative needs to be super, get you hooked in the first five seconds, as opposed to Amazon, where you're searching for something and I'm just trying to show you Hey, this is my product, and it's better than everyone else's. It's, and so it's just it's two it's apples and oranges. But so, so like awareness and consideration is off Amazon, right? And yeah. the decision 
is Amazon. Yeah. Because yeah. people go to Amazon to buy stuff. They don't generally, I mean, they might do some product research in the form of like reading reviews and whatnot. But I love, um, driving, driving traffic to your website always wins, in my opinion, because um, Amazon buyers are Amazon buyers. Yeah. And they might research something off Amazon, but then they're going to go to Amazon and see if they can find it on Amazon and buy it on Amazon. What what that sounds like is honestly, Amazon is the final step of the validation factor, right? So if it exists on Amazon, then it's official. Right. And what, what I find really interesting about what you guys are both doing is that when it comes to PPC, you're getting the conversion on the data that you are actively targeting for the keywords that you want to actually convert on. But with the external traffic, you can build out your own unique custom audience, the avatars that you often talk about. What it takes time to build out the avatar that you see on Amazon is for a longer time span than it would take uh, with off Amazon traffic because you can kind of automatically figure out who your buying avatar is, who the persona is that you're looking for in the space, build it, curate it, and then actually go test it out. Or you can just find people that are, would avidly endorse your product and then run to the fences with that product. Would you say that it's a little bit harder to actually develop these uh, these buyer personas on Amazon or off of Amazon? Ooh, I, you can't I, do it on Amazon at no, all. No, it's, it's yeah. on, like on Amazon, you don't have that data. There's no buyer persona. There's the you get demographics, you get age. Gender, it doesn't matter. Doesn't what, what are you going to do with that data? Nothing. You have you have no control. Are you going to run Facebook ads and send to Amazon? How do you know it's working? Amazon attribution links suck. So until they fix that, there's zero. You know, it doesn't matter at all what kind of uh, people are buying your stuff on Amazon. It, you know, you're just going off of data, straight keywords. I would, I would beg to argue a little bit different off of that. If you get the, the uh, if you get the buyer persona, you can take that data and you can build an audience on Facebook, and then you can see if that data is correlating right. based off of that. So you can target the gender, the age gap. Paul, you, you you're more than welcome to chime you in. You can, on this. I mean, you can, you, you can get that data, but so, so here's the thing. Um, Amazon does not have that available anymore. Like you cannot export personally identifiable information on the, from the Amazon platform um, and get that like you used to be able to do that and get a custom match on Facebook. So that's where brand building really comes into play. And you really need to understand who you are as a brand. And I say who because brands are personified things, right? Like you, you can't think of a brand as just this empty box, right? It brands evoke emotion and they and they bring up like, you know, if I were to say Apple, then you have some you have bit, you have images that come to mind and probably some sort of experience that comes to mind. And the, that to say, so you really need to understand your brand. You need to, you need to understand your place in the world. You need to understand why should anyone care about you? And it needs to be more than just money. Right. So um, I love I'm a book nerd. I love fantasy novels specifically um like i can go on and on but like joseph campbell's hero journey right so um if you if you watch star wars um george lucas wrote star wars to follow every single step there's what 19 steps in the hero's journey 21 something like that there's a lot there's like three main groups that it goes into but my point is that if you look at how human civilizations have communicated with each other through four eons it has been in the form of story storytelling and so brands should be telling stories brands should be connecting with people on an, on an intrinsically emotional level which again referring to to my boy mina over here like it is inherently hard to do that if you yourself are not a consumer and the ideal user of your product it comes across very disingenuous and so like communicating like we created this product because we saw this problem and 
we are doing this change in the world and we want to invite you to be that change with us. Something along those lines, right? Think Shark Tank pitch. Like what person is going to go on Shark Tank and be like, well, I uh, launched a brand on Amazon because I used a tool. The search volume was good. The search volume was good. <laughs> there was and, no competition. And I wanted to make money. So please invest in my business. Like nobody cares. Cut that, cut that episode. Cut that piece of the episode yeah, out. Yeah, so you can't build your avatars on Amazon. You need to build it off Amazon, but it starts with brand. You have to understand your brand, and you have to understand who your demographics are, who your ideal customer persona is, so that you can speak their language. And it's best to do that if you yourself are the ideal customer persona. And I think what you're saying sounds sexy, but it's not practical. Like, just I, unless you sell a product on Amazon and then notice that it's a 90% women, 10% men. And then you're like, okay, maybe I'm going about this wrong. If I thought that this was for men. Yeah. But it, other, other than that, like going into Amazon, looking at your buyer data, brand analytics, whatever demographics, seeing that it's one thing. And then thinking that that's going to help you on Facebook is not correct. I've run Facebook ads. It's you always follow the data. You, you like, you're going to put up, an ad and run it to men and women 16 to 65. Yeah. And then you're going to follow that data and see what happened and how you, the audience interacted and what, who clicked on it and what the demographics mm -hmm. of the people on Facebook, not on Amazon. So yeah. I really think the whole trying to take data from one place and apply it to another, unless it's a significant learning, like, Hey, I put this uh, electrolyte powder and like 90% of the people that are buying it are women. Okay, maybe maybe I, I'm marketing towards men on Facebook might be wrong. Let me test women on Facebook, but it's not like it's just not directly transferable. What what you can do though with that is then you you're can saying adjust. it's not just a one to one in comparison in regards to that data. Go ahead, Paul. How how you then take that data and apply it to Amazon is you adjust your messaging and your imagery. Mm -hmm. So if you know that like ninety percent of your market is women, then you adjust that imagery, right? Because mm -hmm. you want to appeal to the person that is purchasing your product. Right on Amazon. On Amazon, mm -hmm. um, that's the. But you do that everywhere, right? But it, like it helps you increase your conversions, obviously, if if you put it on Amazon, right? But um, what's looking at? Oh, the other thing. I don't know why I just <laughs> forgot this. Literally talk to your customers. Yes. Yes. Like seriously, like call them up and ask them, why did you buy our product? Like, what was it that stood out to you? Were there other brands that you were looking at buying? Yeah. Why were you looking at buying them? Are there other brands in our space that you buy? Mm -hmm. Where you shop? Now that may seem scary. And we we either call people or we send them through a chat funnel. And we tell them, and the great thing about this again is you do your audience persona, right? You can export that list from Shopify. Um, you, If you had the ability from Amazon, you could do that. Um, but that's why I love inserts. Because if you get an insert and you have... I, I like putting four irresistible reasons why you should register your purchase. The offer needs to be so good that people would feel stupid saying no. And that each individual, one, two, three, four, one needs to be really good on its own. Two needs to be really good on its own. Three really needs to be good on its own. Four really needs to be good on its own. Good enough that people would do it just for that one thing. But if you have all those four things together, that's an offer that is so good that people feel stupid saying no to. That's another way that you can build your, build your list. I personally have that go through Messenger. You could have it go to a landing page. It doesn't matter. The point is you need to build your audience so that you can talk to your audience, so that you can make your products better, so that you can market better, so that you can make more money.
Mina, how would you go about curating your own audience in a very unique fashion that would actually boost the overall return and success rate of the brand that you're building, but other brands that you plan on adopting in this space? I mean, uh, yeah, for me, it's, it's again, it goes back to like Facebook. Um, and it's really a lot of what Paul says. So what we do is we figure what are some, you know, a three different types of messaging or verticals that we want to target. So for me, it was like keto, it was geriatric, and it was like uh, endurance, I think cycling. And then we built creative and copy around those three verticals. We looked at what, how the verticals are performing. We started doubling down on the verticals that were performing better. We started uh, doing different types of messaging within that vertical. So the keto could be, you know, keto for athletes. It could be keto for fat loss. It could be keto for people who are staying at home. Um, and so having three different types of messaging and again, constantly testing, copy, co creative, um, it, it really, it's, a it's always a feedback loop. Anything that I do, PPC is a feedback loop for me. You know, it's always like I, I put a keyword up, I get the data and I react based on the data on Facebook is the exact same thing. We put something up, we look at the CPMs, the click through rate, the, you know, conversion rate on the landing pages, if people are bouncing and we have separate landing pages for every single, um, messaging. So. Uh, if you're getting the the old people messaging, the landing page is going to be old people. And it's going to be like, you know, a Betty with white hair said that, you know, this was really good for her after her doctor recommended it, uh, that she started taking electrolytes. So that's how I build my messages. Very curated. And, um, you know, I have some sort of starting point. I do a bunch of customer research and I'm like, okay, who could possibly buy my product? I have some sort of idea. Um, but then once I do, it really... It goes down to just testing the audiences and the creatives and the copy all on Facebook. I, I want to emphasize what you said, follow the data, because you don't want to follow your biases. Because you need, like, there are things, I was going to ask you, like, was there anything, like, in this that surprised you? Because we've, we've had surprises all the time. Yeah. And, like, we assume one thing and then we find another thing. Like, yeah. Yeah. Any, anything yeah. come go to go mind go specifically? Go yeah, for me, for me, I really thought that it was going to be a lot of endurance. Um, and it was mostly older people. Really? Yeah. Yeah. I was going to ask about the geriatric. I, that, yeah. See, I would have thought the exact same thing. Yeah. I thought, I thought, I mean, this is a, an athlete, like a powder for athletes, but older people, I mean, and we did the whole thing. We said $20, uh, store credit to anyone who fills out the survey it was three questions. Why did you buy it? Uh, you know, how did you find it? Things like that. And, right. and it was just like old people, old people. I'm like, dude, what is going on? Like my product is it's for amazing. old people now. Yeah. So, I mean, I can't figure it out yet. And probably it's the whole reason that we haven't scaled that much is because I still haven't nailed down who our target audience is and how to cater my are messaging they old, better. Are they old athletic people? No. It's like I golf in Florida and I'm old. I uh, My doctor, after recovering from cancer, said that I need a lot of uh, electrolytes. I have this stage two, this thingy, and I need electrolytes. Wow. I'm an old person who needs, it's just like so many old people that need electrolytes. And I'm like, this is strange. Dude, this is the stuff that I love. Yeah. Like, I love so we, we, <laughs> we still have the messaging wrong on our, on our listing page. But after talking to um, our customers, um, we had like selling propositions that it's going to, you know, like save you money long term. Mm -hmm. like, nobody cares about that. What they're really trying to solve is they want a worry-free solution. They don't want to worry when they go to the pool yeah. that, um, that I, I say that we have, we stopped three. Oh shit moments. The, the, Oh shit. Um, I forgot a swim diaper. Oh shit. The swim diaper I has, I have doesn't fit anymore mm -hmm. or the, Oh shit. My baby shat in the pool. 
but no, you, you get, I mean, that's, that's what we stop because realistically people are buying our stuff because it is a little bit of a status symbol. Like we marketed it as a premium product. It's very good. Um, and we built a name for ourselves. Mm -hmm. They are buying it because it's, they are ecologically and economically conscious, but ultimately they are, they don't want to worry that they're going to cause a code round. Yeah. That's it. Well, I can, I can say in is regards to uh, guarantee. Is there a shit guarantee? You know, shit guarantee? Bro, we are. I'm not kidding. You, you have you met Lauren, no. my CMO? I thought you did. No. She's amazing. I've met Lauren. You know, Lauren. she's amazing. She is amazing. She's, she's amazing. amazing. So, so that 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 say that statement that I said, make an offer so good that people feel stupid saying no. Yeah, that is not original. That's from a guy named Alex Ramosi who wrote a book called Hundred Million Dollar oh, Offers. Yeah, yeah, you know that. It's a have you, have amazing. You seen, have book. you seen his uh, YouTube channel, yeah. Alex Ramosi? Fantastic, man. Dude, the bro has like this is jacked. He is jacked. He is jacked. That man his is mustache. a brick shithouse. His mustache, though, it is bro. Thick. That is 80s thick. That is an insane. And, he's got, and, like, and then he's got the bandaid over his nose. Lustrous head of hair. hair. Flowing locks. Not like me. Like, look at this. It's like, I've reached the peak of manhood. This is this is flowing. This is pretty flowing. It's flowing with, with radiation from the sun. Yeah. Bouncing yeah, off my scalp. It's it's honestly, it's parting like the Red Sea. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But, um, so Lauren has been texting me. Like, I'm not kidding you. She's like stream of consciousness. Like I'm yeah. having my entire team read this book. Yeah. The chat agency and Bowen Bell Littles. Yeah. Um, and she's finally reading it. And she's like, I've got all this. We have it. She literally sent me a, a no shit, something, something guarantee. Yeah. Like, um, literally, I think what we're going to do is like, just pay shipping. We'll give you the swim diaper for free mm -hmm. if, you know, if, until your kid poops in it or for 30 days. And so you can test it, test it and see that it works okay. because it works. Like, uh, we know that it works in our backyard. The first time we were ever at a public pool, though, my daughter was two and she poops in, in her swim diaper. We didn't even realize it until we get her out. And we're like, the funniest thing is our product, right? Like, we know that it works in our backyard pool, but I'm in a public pool. And I was like, oh, thank God this thing works. <laughs> but it was like all of our customers are like, this is the best thing ever. It works really well. But here, I mean, you can't tell your kid, okay, okay, Bo, poop. Poop yeah. in the pool, please. No, no, no. It's got to happen organically, man. Just like anything else in life. <laughs> right. So in, in regards to everything that we've just talked about, just wrapping it up, I know we got like a couple extra people waiting to, 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 to come into the hot seat and speak. In regards to everything that we just talked about, the benefits of whether or not you should use PPC or external advertising, both. we're gonna we're honestly just gonna have to come to an agreement. We're just gonna say use both and find out what's gonna work work best for your audience. All um, right, guys, thank you so much. PPC works, off Amazon works, do it all, and like Paul said, you can't be amazing at everything. So just learn enough that you're dangerous and you can keep the company that you hire accountable, and then hire a company, and then when you get big enough, bring it in house. Solid. I have nothing else to add. I completely agree. You need to do everything. Guys, you can find all the information for Mina and Paul uh, below in the description. Everybody, uh, thank you for joining smash, us on this. Smash the like smash button. Smash it. Smash. Smash the like button. Destroy your mouse and, and your Josh, keyboard. And then sue Josh because he just destroyed your keyboard. <laughs> thank you for your time, everybody.